You are listening to the Pix Ghost Gun Podcast. One nation, one tribe. This podcast is produced on Treaty 8 territory, the traditional territories of the many First Nation, Métis, and Inuit. We would like to express our gratitude and respect for this land and all those who reside here both past and present. We are all treaty people. One nation, one tribe. The Bay of Guscombe podcast team is grateful to the Grand Prairie Chamber of Commerce in the Edmonton International Airport, who sponsored our seats at the 2023 Growing the North Conference. It was the first time the students participated in a conference like this, and we all agree it was an invaluable experience. The Growing the North Conference takes place in Grand Prairie, Alberta, and brings innovators, entrepreneurs, policymakers, and researchers together to explore the opportunities and solutions for economic growth in northern regions. The conference showcases the latest developments in agriculture, energy, technology, and other sectors, highlighting the potential of northern communities to drive sustainable and inclusive growth. Our podcast team had the opportunity to engage with experts from various fields, including industry, academia, and government, and to connect with other professionals working to build a brighter future for Northern communities. Charles is the Chief Executive Officer for Sucker Creek First Nation Group of Companies, a tribal council group located within Treaty 8. Charles has been working with First Nation groups and communities since the early 2000s. Since starting his career, Charles has mentored and devoted many hours working for the people. He has dreams of empowering the youth within these communities to be self-sufficient and strive as they did years ago. Charles comes from a long lineage of First Nation leaders. He proudly grew up around the community of Alexis First Nation and called many communities home as his family relocated over the years. Charles is also a highly experienced oil and gas professional who has extensive experience in various operational roles for a diverse set of major oil and gas exploration and production companies. His experience also includes implementing best practices in many of these companies in the context of logistics and operational management, well site management and well site rehabilitation and reclamation. Here is our interview. What is your name and what do you do? Um, I'm Charles Rouleau. I'm the CEO for Sucker Creek First Nation and its groups companies. I'm also, I sit on the board of directors on our economic development board for Treaty Number 8. And I went to your session today and uh, I was wondering about, could you go into more detail about what you do for opportunity as in providing opportunity for the indigenous population when it comes to oil and gas? Absolutely. That's a good question. So basically the company was designed to, to grow our community plan. And what that looked like is trading our youth. So whether that's safety tickets, um, programs, whether it's running, operating yellow iron or engineers. So our program there is to deal with, uh, just leveraging and growing our youth with our industry and energy. So, and what that looks like, again, I'll just kind of repeat just in case we missed it was operating yellow iron, whether it's dozers, hose, excavators, um, boom operators, um, understanding engineering, civil engineering, mechanical engineering, electrical engineering, um, breakdown to even being a labor and what that looks like, um, training courses, certificates, all those those kinds of good things is is kind of what we develop with, with our business over at Sucker Creek. Uh, could you go into more detail about what kind of youth programs you offer? 
Absolutely. I love where you go with that. So with our community plan, like with our group's companies, we work on scholastical programs, meaning like we work with the University of Calgary. So whether it gets, comes right from dorms, so whatever, whatever type of cultural awareness, indigenous awareness, whether they want to be a lawyer uh, or just basically what we kind of talked about before with engineering, anything like that, any type of those opportunities that we can send our youth to, that's what our business does for us. So whether it's University of Calgary, University of Alberta, Nate, we send lots to Nate, lots to Grant McEwen. A lot of our youth actually just sent uh, two of our, our young ladies to University of Calgary. So they're taking, one's going to be a social worker, counselor, and, and I believe the other one, legal? She's going she's gonna to hate me because we've chatted, but uh, yeah. Thanks, Joe. So, yeah, so that's kind of what our opportunities provide from our groups of companies is to allow that that opportunity to head them out to college or secondary, post-secondary. You know, good question, Sammy. Um, it's knowledge. Um, it's awareness. Uh, I, I go and sit with our groups, whether it's, you know, our client, uh, Chevron and Snovis is, is a great example of, of awareness with an Indigenous. Um, but it's also, we can't always focus on what they're doing wrong we got to focus on, you know, what we're missing and we're not explaining to them and, and, and what it looks like and how to work with us. It's, it's like any other, um, whether it's Indigenous or, it, it, for me, really, it doesn't really matter which race it is. It's just understanding it and the awareness of that. So, and then kind of understanding our, our impacts and, and what triggers our, our group. I mean, on the Indigenous side, um, you know, we, we have our, our residential piece, our residential schools. That that was tough for us i mean there was there's a lot of emotion there and there's there's a lot of things that have that has happened that that still hurt to this day and and, and it's understanding um how to heal from that i know i have uh, lots of conversations around that piece with uh, our chief uh, roger Lawyer. um he was a residential school survivor uh, among many at sucker creek and a lot of other first nations but it's understanding really that impact what it looks like and how we can heal and how we can learn from our what we've learned from our healing and how we can teach our clients on awareness it's it's just understanding what we we had to deal with on on our side of healing and then taking that what we've recognized and, and understood and how we healed ourselves and how we're still healing ourselves and then bringing that in to the our clients our oil companies our, our well industry right because we do get a little bit of that still right we see it on the because i don't see it on the operations side um, I, we're very fortunate um, with our clients that they really, really look after that. But at the same time, too, we're there supporting them on the, that awareness and what it looks like. And, and like you were in when I was talking there on, on language barrier, a lot of folks, you know, they're nervous to come and approach us and have those conversations and what it looks like. They, they, maybe they feel like it's racist or whatever the case may be, but it's not. Like, we're always open to talk. We're, um, I mean, my chief is fantastic. He, he, he loves humor. He, he's very humorous man and, and he, he doesn't hold grudges long. So, um, you know, a smile goes a long way than a frown, right? So, but it's, it's just working as a team, bringing that awareness in and then helping support that awareness and then bringing it out into the company. But also, Sam, you got to remember too, that that type of culture and awareness starts at the top of a company. Your CEOs, your board of directors, they got to believe in that. And when they believe in that, it just trickles all the way down through the company. So, and, and, and from, from my point of view, that's starting to happen. I, I see a lot of big producers, um, 
licensees, midstreamers, they're they're really starting to to impact their culture of their company. Because three things like we talked about in there is you know your culture, your longevity, and transparency. Those are three huge factors to to a company, and whether it's indigenous or not. I mean, thriving companies, it's all about you know heart counts, not head counts, right? I would just like to thank you for uh, mentioning awareness because it is very important to be aware of the indigenous peoples and residential schools and what we have gone through because that is part of how we heal, how we heal as a culture from what we've been through. Absolutely, Sammy, you know what? And, and that was a great, great point you made there. And, and it's, like I said, it's, it's all to do with healing and, and some language barriers. But once, once, once we start healing by smiling and forgiving, I think a lot, a lot of success will happen. And, and, you know, having, having conversations like this definitely will, will start breaking down those barriers and then start getting a lot of us more, more at the table and breaking bread together. That's for sure. This episode was produced by Sammy Paquette and Kara Jones and is made possible with the generous support of Canadian Heritage. Make sure to subscribe and tell your friends about the incredible work these youth are creating. Every little bit helps. For more information about the podcast, you can visit our website. The link is available in our show notes. Thanks for tuning in to the Bea Giscon podcast. One nation, one tribe.